Hello, Oregon. It's Monday, August 10th. This is Elliot News with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Oregon lawmakers plan to return to Salem today for the second special session of the year, this time to tackle a billion-dollar shortfall in the state budget caused by the coronavirus pandemic. Once again, most lawmakers will be wearing masks and following protocols to minimize the potential spread of the coronavirus. The public will not be allowed in the Capitol and will instead have to watch the proceedings online. Less than two months ago, the legislature convened to pass six other laws on police accountability and tactics amid protests over law enforcement brutality against people of color, including the killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis. Now lawmakers are turning to the task of closing the state budget gap through maneuvers including making roughly $400 million in cuts and taking $400 million from the state's Education Reserve Fund. Lawmakers are also expected to consider a broader ban on police use of chokeholds, except in self-defense or defense of others, and further restrict other uses of force. It's one of the police reform bills a legislative committee has been developing in recent weeks. New state modeling suggests the coronavirus has been spreading at its lowest level in months, but not low enough to significantly reduce the number of daily infections among Oregonians. The state's transmission level as of July 30th was estimated at one new infection for every current active infection, the lowest rate since May. While that assessment offers some reason for optimism, it doesn't mean that Oregon has turned a corner. It simply means that the state is holding steady, near-record case counts, with the highly communicable virus still capable of exponential growth. The modeling was released Friday by the Oregon Health Authority. Officials say they see warning signs in the data and that they have yet to see the number of new cases drop. Oregon health officials say they haven't seen evidence the coronavirus is spreading at reopened restaurants and bars. But they also haven't been asking people who have tested positive whether they've patronized a bar, restaurant, or gym in the two weeks leading up to their infection. That means public health officials might be missing opportunities to connect infections with otherwise undetected hotspots. Contact tracers have been unable to determine where 40% of Oregonians who test positive for COVID-19 became infected. Public health departments across the state do not thoroughly question infected people about all the businesses they visited, according to officials, because the agencies lack the money and contact tracers necessary to perform such an extensive inquiry. They also want to limit the amount of time contact tracers take from people they interview, some of whom are already reluctant to share any information about their private lives. Executive orders issued by President Donald Trump on Saturday included a provision to extend bonus unemployment payments for several more weeks at a sharply reduced level. But it's uncertain when, how, or if Oregon will make those new payments. Jobless workers had since March been receiving a $600 weekly bonus approved by Congress on top of regular weekly unemployment checks. But the bonus money ran out at the end of July, and negotiations over an extension broke down last week. Saturday's order calls for $300 weekly payments from disaster relief funds and for states to come up with another $100 a week. It's unclear where that money would come from. Oregon's unemployment rate was 11.2% in June. The Employment Department says it has paid unemployment benefits to more than 350,000 Oregonians since the beginning of March, when the state's pandemic shutdown began. Thanks for listening. You can support this podcast and our local journalism with a subscription to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.